back to another episode of Behind the Leg with me and Jessica. Um, matchy, matchy. Yeah, we're matching today. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, but anybody who's listening, uh, we're we're both wearing red and navy. It's pretty. <laughs> I'll explain totally color on purpose. <laughs> totally on purpose. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So today's episode, we're going to talk about um, goal setting. And like ways you ways you goal set or if you goal set or just goal setting is just a really big topic, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Where do we start? Where do we start? Um I think Okay. Yeah. Have you set a goal? Like like what are we talking about? Like, like now. Like I'm thirty and I wanna buy a house goal or <laughs> Okay, well, okay. When no, are you a goal setter? Yes, yes, I am. I am the most captain of the goal setting, and I instill it in a lot of my students too. So any of my students that listen to this, this is why I also goal set a lot. Okay, off uh, horse topic. What do you set goals in in like general life, or is it only like a sports hobby kind of goal setting thing or do you set goals in life i like try to set life goals um but like i'm married so i can't set those goals alone and yeah there's some you can i yeah yeah i'm sure i could but i mean um i think i don't set a whole lot of personal goals alone because i most of the goals that i would want to set are like buy a house or get another car or you know for dogs brought in another toy. <laughs> um, that one at least maybe. Well, might you wanted her to play with that one before. Yeah, I know. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel I feel like I I would set goals like Tim and I will set goals together. Um, but because we Are don't you, get to is see this each other a new lot? goal, like wearing sunglasses. Oh, no, they're, they're currently <laughs> trying to set a new trend. Stuck in my hair. They have, they have feet. She's wearing sunglasses on her head for everyone, and it's but, eight o'clock at night. But it looks cute as hell. Like you can't tell me that this. Oh, it's totally cute, cute. So and cute. like it totally like makes everything else look super disappear different. because no one would. It's like the messy, funky, chic horse girl look. Yeah, I totally look like an excellent instructor. Yeah. Oh man, it's like AS, <laughs> ASMR with the dog as she chews the rope. I'm just going to move this toy. You tell me about your goal setting while I pick this up and leave it up here. Well, I think I've always been, I don't know if it's like a goal or a dream. Like I get something in my head and I get an idea and I'm like, yes, this is absolutely it. I'm going to do it. And I'm all enthused, but I'm very easily, what's the word, um, discouraged. Yeah. The minute someone asks me a question, oh, well, what about this? And it and it's got a negative connotation to it. Mm -hmm. I straight away feel unsupported, and I don't. Okay, my one of my biggest problems is I don't do things on my own. Right. I can't do things on my own. I won't go to a um, what do you call this? Like a food court and eat food on my own if I'm out shopping. Like I can't Whoa. sit at the table by myself and eat even if I'm hungry like I can't do it that's amazing so, to me yeah and I can't get no way am I going to the movies alone or 
going out to dinner alone or a coffee shop can't have coffee Do you know where I took alone. you for coffee yeah we I went together yeah I go there by myself all the time yeah I can't do it I go everywhere by myself can't do it I'm I would, like my best friend I would go and sit in a car <laughs> yeah I'd do it alone like in, in in public so when it comes to like goal setting I always kind of seem to be looking for approval from yeah. other people. So I'll always go to someone and say, "Oh, I saw this," or "How do you? What do you think about this?" Or mm -hmm. "I, I want to do this," and I'm, I'm constantly looking for that positive reinforcement to yeah. be able to then say, "Okay, I'm going to try it." Yeah, yeah, I get that. And, and I still struggle with doing it by myself. Like I would feel so much better if someone says, "Okay, I'll do it with you." See that? That to me. That like stokes my fire when people around me want to participate in goals with me. Mm. And if you had a goal, I would stoke your fire hard no matter what. Because I just love, I'm like, yeah, stoke stoke my fire hard. Wow, it's <laughs> yeah. been a long time since I heard it. <laughs> like that, <laughs> red, where are we going with this? Yeah. But I feel like um, anybody around me, I just want to support them unconditionally. It doesn't matter if I think it's a little crazy. I'd like to see where that goes anyways, because I love seeing Wait, so outside. if I told you an idea that yeah. you thought was like completely crazy, you would rather encourage me to do it than tell me Jess, you're being an idiot. No, I would do both. I'd be like, that sounds <laughs> crazy, but I'll totally help do you. Do it and I'll film it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, okay. I am 100% I am on the encouragement train. I love to... What about if it's a bad goal or an unachievable goal? This, th that sounds... Okay, I was thinking about this today, mm -hmm. about unachievable goals. Oh yeah, right. That's a bold so, word. I was like, is there such a thing as an unachievable goal? Because who really knows unless you push the limits? Like you could mm -hmm. literally be like, if we go back to horse riding, you could literally be a forty-year-old, right? You could just have this incredible natural talent with mm -hmm. horses. Someone was telling me the other day, they were 40 years old when they sat on their first like thoroughbred mare or something at their first comp. Um, and it was like a HRCOV comp or something. Yeah. And then two years later, they were riding this beautiful warm blood and winning at novice and, and all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know? So where do we say something is unachievable? If I come to you as 30 and say, you know what, Red? I, my absolute goal is to compete in the Olympics. You and I are gonna go FEI together, by the way. FEI, at least. Okay. We're doing FEI together. On the horse I don't have yet. Whatever horse. Oh, well, yeah. I want to do at least one small tour. A tour? Like a small tour. Like, okay, do you know how they get there? No. Okay, we're not going to get into that part. <laughs> so the, the, you have to do like a pre-St. George and an Inter 1, and that classifies as small tour. Okay. I believe. I think. I could be wrong. I've never done it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it happens. Someone else confused me with like calling classes after like the four-year-old class, and I was like, okay, I understand that they'd be four-year-olds, but what level are you riding at? Yeah, but the four-year-old class, they like, it's like a, I'm pretty sure it's a But it was a like prelim. prelim. Yeah, it was like prelim, but the four-year-olds. I don't think they say it's prelim, they say it's four-year-old class, so then that got me all like. Yeah, I think it's because they only compete against other four-year-olds, and then they win a certain type of award, and they get points. But I'm Which not sounds sure. Because yes. then, you know yeah, to me that sounds okay. Good. But unachievable goals, like yeah. So if I came like to you and said, "Red, I want to be in the Olympics," I would totally stoke that. <laughs> you'd stoke it, but you'd sit there and be like, "There's no way no. this chick's making the Olympics." No, but I think that you could if you try. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about.
about what is an achievable goal or an unachievable goal. Is there a limit to a, to a I goal? Think, I think there is if you make it quantitative. If you set a timeline and say, I want to, okay, I started going to a personal trainer. I wanted to lose a certain amount of weight. My personal said, trainer said to me, I think that you can use a, lose a kilo a week. And I was like, that's a lot of weight. Mm. For a person who's only 60 kilos, that's a lot of weight. And, um, and I don't think, I think that I'm going to weigh in at six weeks and I'm going to weigh the same amount as I did before. And I'm okay with that mm. because I didn't go to the personal trainer. Like she said, what are your goals? And I said, well, I want to trim down a little bit and I want to build strength. And I immediately recognized the fact that I was building strength and that was enough for me. Mm. I was like, cool. <laughs> I can keep going and keep trying because eventually the weight will come off and it doesn't bother me. But I think when I show up at someone's house and I say to them, what do you want to do? And they're like, I want to ride novice in a year. And then I go, you can't rise to the trot yet. Then I go, we're going to tweak this a little bit. Let's say a smaller goal earlier and then we'll kind of work from there. So like, I want to go to a comp and ride a prelim. And then I just adjust the goal a little bit yeah. to make it more attainable. Okay, so technically that's still saying that a goal is unachievable. No, because they could, but it depends on how quantitative you are. <laughs> Name an unachievable goal. Like, I can't ride FEI next year. <laughs> that's Because it's quantitative, because it says next year. Who says you can't? Like, seriously, okay, let's just say your absolute goal is to ride FEI next year, right? <sighs> let's just say all the right things happen in the in the right order and somehow you come across this like push button um, uh, FBI pony. <laughs> pony that's done everything and it's just amazing and you literally just sit there and all you need to do is learn the buttons the same as reading a book yeah yeah why is that not achievable it is but it becomes unachievable when you change change the goal. variables yeah yeah like so, if you have enough money or if you have enough well, no, I mean, like, if you say, oh, well, I don't think that's really achievable because of time, let's shorten it and let's make it novice. You've already stopped that goal no, from no. happening that Because quickly. we can still go there, but we just have to... But what I'm saying is you time. won't. Not if your goal is to go to novice in a year. If you say, I want to be in priest and judge in a year, what, like, why I not? I don't have enough money for that. <laughs> well, you could win the lottery. This is what I'm saying, like, is there an unachievable goal? Like, who says that any goal is not achievable because, like, yeah. so many things could rule out. I'm trying to think yeah. of an unachievable goal. Oh, I guess, like, if you were trying to change something that was genetically <laughs> predisposed to you, like, I'm not going to go deaf, but I am. <laughs> I'm already on my way. <laughs> modern science. Yeah, we can work on modern science, but I'm not going to put too much weight in it. I'm just going to go, <laughs> cool, I'm going to learn sign language now. <laughs> Read lips really well, and that's going to be my plan, you know? Yeah. Look I just love adapting things along my travels. Do you think that slows you down? Adapting my goals and adapting? Yeah. No. Because I don't think, I think it would. I would be unhappy otherwise. Like... <laughs> I'll play my little violin, violin over there. but maybe that's why maybe that's why you're able to be so happy and positive mm -hmm. about different situations because you're able to adapt whereas I'm not 
Yeah, like I guess I am pretty adaptable in regards to like situations around me. Like Tim and I just move whenever we want. We just Tim the the husband. By yeah, the way, yeah. For anyone who's like, who's Tim? Tim? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's we just go wherever and and just adapt to whatever the the world gives us. When I met Tim. I had a couple of rules that I lived by that some of them I don't live by now. Um, but it was uh, never turn down a free drink. <laughs> uh, Literally, I, like you had to drink it or just don't like say no? I just never said no. Okay. And then, and then uh, never say no. And what? And then never, never say, say no. Never say no. And that never, could wind you up in so much trouble. And never say never. And so I, um, oh, never turn down a drink, never turn down a good time. Never say no, never say never. I think it was those. It was a long time ago, back when I was very. They sound like good goals. Like, why did you say you don't do them anymore? Well, I mean, like, one time I got really drunk and blacked out and woke up, like, way, like, probably about eight-hour drive away from my house. Uh-huh. One time I woke up on a boat. <laughs> And I didn't and know where I was. in the wrong direction. Just not anywhere. Like, I was well in, like, it's like from here to Echuca further. I just, like, woke up in the middle of the sticks. Like, where am I? What I want to know is who left you there in that No, they didn't, like, they didn't, they got me a hotel and everything. Oh, it was really nice. And then, like, I went there and they were like, bye, Felicia. I woke up and they were like, hey, do you need a ride home? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, drove back home with these people like, I didn't know, I don't know you, <laughs> and then I end up here. Yeah, so it did, it got me in a lot of trouble, but I mean, I did get to experience a lot of things that I never would have thought I would experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to travel to places I never thought. One night, I was, yeah, yeah like the sticks. Yeah, like the sticks. <laughs> One time I was seeing this guy, and um, I didn't. I'm not really not going to say that part. Um, <laughs> you kind of hopped in. Remember, I know things off limits. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't like him a lot. But mm. but I was seeing him anyways. And um, and then one night, we were like just part out having a good time. He had a lot of money. And he just said, hey, do you want to go to Vegas? And I was like, sure. Like, we lived in Canada. This involves passports. Mm. This involves, you know, traveling overseas. And, and he was like, cool. Let's head home, we'll pack up, let's go. Like, and then we got in the car, and then he's like, you know what, let's just go. We don't need to pack anything, we can buy stuff there. And I was like, oh, I don't have my passport. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, let's grab your passport. And we just got our passports and went to Vegas. Wow. That night. I'd love that. You know, you just don't say no. Just start doing stuff. Then stuff, stuff, stuff. Just start doing stuff that that you never you, that puts you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Mm. But I mean, that airplane cut me off because I was already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I went I went to a couple of places where I was like, whoa, I I'm just I can't believe that that I'm here, like Australia. <laughs> like I can't believe that I'm here. Was that a goal? No. God, no, I didn't know. Tim and I made the decision to come here just off the cough, like just, Mango, stop. Stop, you're being enough. Mango, no. 
Um, yeah, we just lay down. We j down, down. We were looking at different options because we hated winter, and we were looking. Oh, oh so you came to Melbourne? Yeah. The winter also sucks. Winter does suck here. But, we, you know, we're like, oh, do we want to go on a cruise ship? Do we want to... Yes, cruises are awesome. No, not like as a crew, like to be employees on the cruise oh, ship. you'd be really good at that. I know. They're all, like, all the MCs are, like, totally like you. Just, like, off their dial. And then we're like, oh, maybe we should go to Central Canada, and you can drive a sleigh, and I can teach snowboarding. And I was like, okay, let's look into that. I got in touch with them, and they were like, we don't need any sleigh drivers. And I was like, all right, cool. Moved on to the next thing. And this was all in the period of 48 hours. Mm. And then Tim was like, oh, I think there's horse-drawn carriages in Melbourne. And I was like, okay, cool. I got in touch with Jamie via email, and then bingo bango. Wow. I flew here. That's crazy. I got a visa in, I think, two days. Okay, so your whole life changed basically without setting a goal. Yeah, well, so we thought we were going to prove whether goal six. setting is important or not. Because obviously it wasn't in that circumstance. Yeah, but I was seat of my pants for a lot of my stuff. My life. I was just on the seat of my pants. But now I set a lot of riding goals. Mm. And I believe that I've attained a lot of those goals that I've set. Be Why? Why did you start setting them? Why did I set? Because I felt lost. Because you're on your own? No, just because, um, because sometimes you just like ride around in circles and you're like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And I need something to keep me riding, like a purpose. Yeah, I found that too recently where I. I lose interest quickly if I don't have, like, if there's nothing driving me, if, if I'm not getting, whether it be anything, like, if I'm not seeing improvement or I'm not um, getting any feedback or I don't feel there's an end result, like, yeah. like um, I started writing a, a stallion and it took a while because it, it started becoming difficult through a series of, you know, things that happen when you start riding a young yes. horse, but I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And so it made me question whether I should be doing the work because I didn't know where it was going mm -hmm. and whether it was even going to be fruitful or, or not. So then I got kind of disheartened and put off and then... Yeah. You know, I, I did the whole reassurance thing where I went to somebody else and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And they're like, well, you know what? You can learn from every experience. Yeah. To just do it. Yeah. See, I went to somebody else. To validate your... To validate my goal. Yeah, but what is your goal with him? Well, I went there going, wow, I've got the most amazing opportunity to ride this gorgeous stallion that, you know, not many... People pay money... And I mean a lot of money yeah. to go and just sit on, like, okay, it's a Frisian stallion. So people pay money to, to go, they'll pay like $300 to have a lesson and sit on a Frisian stallion and just say, oh, I've ridden a Frisian stallion. Yeah. So now I have two at my own disposal. personal expense, yeah. uh, sorry, disposal, um, to just be like, yeah, do whatever you want. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to turn this into some, like, 
crazy dress lounge for us and take it out and everyone's gonna look at me and it's gonna hold, change my whole like yeah. riding career because everyone's gonna be like oh she's one of them you know there's only a few people that ride them out at the moment and mm -hmm. I was like okay this is gonna get me going yeah. in that industry and get my name on the cards but then the problem started and I didn't have help I don't ha I don't have the financial backing to get the help that I really yeah. needed yeah so then I was like uh. <laughs> yeah I, I, don't know. I don't yeah but that like like when you to reel it back to where you first started saying like I don't know if they're goals or dreams what's the difference to me, a goal is more... Wow, I've done 25,000 steps. I'm at 21. Where? That's pretty good. You were doing pretty good. Sorry, random digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I didn't even ride two of the horses I was supposed to ride today. I rode that little pony and then the bigger pony. And then I didn't ride my own because the farrier showed up <laughs> an hour early. And then I didn't ride... Giggle, which I wanted to ride the gigs, but then I showed up and the fairy was there for her, and I was like, "Oh, well, huh. cool, fairy up for you." <laughs> <laughs> she is in love with the other mare that she. There's two chestnut mares. Mm -hmm. I put them in. The, she's retired. The other one. She is so retired that she's got cellulite on her neck. <laughs> I was like, "How? How?" But they are so in love. But when you take them apart, they don't call out or anything like that. It's not like. So how is the love displayed? When they're coming back together, they call, you know, like, oh, I love you. And then they go into the paddock together, and then they pin each ears at each other, like, oh, I hate you, I hate you. And then they squeal a little bit, and then they groom each other. <laughs> why are you so cute? And sometimes they trot up and down the paddock together, like, yay. <laughs> but Giggle is so much more athletic. That's such a cool name for a horse, but Giggle. Yeah. I call her little G. I always wanted to call a horse Noodle. Really? And recently, I'm on the bandwagon of like pancake. Well, I have a pancake at my work. Yeah. There we. Everybody I like the pancake. name pancake. And then she's got a sister named Lollipop. Uh, and I call pancake waffle a lot because I think it's funny. Yeah, waffle is okay except it reminds you of green waffle. So if everyone is watching, Google green waffle. You won't. Never no. want to know about it again. No. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Um, and then. I also, speaking of horse names, love Jelly Bean. Yeah, Jelly. jelly for bean. like, for like a uh, Shetty, little Shetland yeah. pony. Jelly Bean. <laughs> like Jelly Bean. <laughs> what are the M and M's names? I don't know. Do they have names? I'm pretty sure they do. I thought it was just like peanut and chocolate. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> no, then it's like crispy and like, like. I like raisin for a horse's name. Meh, that's boring. Who likes fruit? Oh, well, mango's cute. Mango's a cute name. It is. And kiwi. I made yeah, a puppy kiwi. kiwi. That was cute. And lemon, because he was a bit of a lemon. He was not. He was just a little bit grumpy. Was <laughs> <laughs> a puppy? He was sliding his nose across the wall for like three meters. <laughs> he was on the other grumpy. side of the box from all the other puppies that were just sleeping. Yeah, he was being a little bit of a lemon. Yeah. But, I mean, he grew up to be a good dude. Um, where were we? I don't know. <laughs> we really went down like a, a, a rabbit hole. Very, very deep. Speaking of rabbit holes, I saw a snake today on the road. 
Speaking of rabbit holes, I saw a snake. <laughs> okay, it's not as crazy as you're making it sound. That made sense. Because they go into rabbit's holes and eat them. Did you not know that? No. That, how do you think rabbits die? <laughs> snakes and hawks, but mostly snakes and also hawks. <laughs> rabbits? I thought they would mainly die from like foxes and stuff. Yeah, foxes too. But foxes like dig into their burrows. So you haven't seen a fox? You just, you saw a snake. I saw a snake. Okay. And, and I am always scared because I see them and I'm like, I don't know how poisonous you are. I assume that you're very poisonous. I you know they like run away, right? Well, he sure as heck ran away when I almost tried to go. Yeah, you just gotta be like really, okay, horseback. Like long grass, shout, and stomp. Yeah? Make lots of noise. Ah! Yeah. That was the thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why that pony didn't let me catch him this morning. Were you shouting and stomping? <laughs> At the end, I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yes, goal setting. So <laughs> let's let's say, um, I wanted to set a goal. Would you only judge my goal, or would you stoke my fire? What type of? I think. I I try to be really um, helpful and positive and supportive to everyone, but I feel like internally, and I'm not going to lie, that I'm extremely judgmental on other people, mm -hmm. and I think it's because I'm so insecure in myself. Right. And it's not to make other people feel bad, it's more like, well, if I think this about myself, then surely they should be thinking that, like, right. I, I'm always trying to, I don't know. So I if you give me an example, and I'll tell you how I would naturally respond, and I won't filter it. Okay, then, then we're gonna go back to to self opinions. Um, I think you and I are gonna we sh our goal should be to ride FEI when we're thirty five. Five years. You think five years is enough? Well, I don't know if I'll have a horse ready for FEI in five years. Okay. Because my horse, Lala, is only two. Okay, wait. I'm trying to count the levels. Novice, elementary, medium, advanced, pre-St. George. Uh, I think six She's years. She's only two. She's only two. But I mean, like, could you have a different horse? No. Is there anything right now that you could ride? Because not that's gonna make recent judge. Yeah, um, because one of my um, one of the people who stokes my fire, uh, she said it's attainable to attempt to move up a level each year with a talented horse. Yes. Yes. So I started at novice. So I'm giving myself six years. That's an extra year. Just in case I stuff around in novice. Because I'm thinking I'm going to spend two years in novice because I skipped prelim. <laughs> you know? I went back to prelim and I was like, whoa, 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 this was a bad idea. I'm going back out. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like $75,000 warm bloods everywhere and me mm. on my pony. And I'm like, I'm just going to get out of here. Bye. Mm. Novice is more people that, wow, dog, why are you, whatever. Novice is more, um... Like, there's not as many fancy warm bloods getting their first and second and third outing mm. done, you know? 
And also, novice has a lot of people that are stuck in novice because they can't do the traver and the rondair and, oh no, traver and children and walk to canters and stuff that aren't needed in elementary. I'm just trying to think. I mean, talking about that whole like no goal is unattainable. I mean, I'm sure I could come across a horse that I could borrow. Five years is a long time to make connections. Yeah, I already know of the few people that have horses that are if, that level. If you were shorter, I would just be let you training it. it. Yeah, but I mean, you could also buy something next year that's novice and we could do novice together but you can do no novice with that little mare you have now can't you um sure she's i mean yeah it's just laterals walk trot canter um all of the canter canter transitions are trot canter transitions um she can do it i mean she's not going to score amazingly for movement it doesn't matter not an hrc yeah she's just a push button yeah, then just keep pushing. Can I? Stop. Turn. Just keep pushing she those buttons. Turn. Okay. Because I've seen horses that are built like, like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, with tons of underneck, really low set, giraffe-like postures naturally, and you know, pigeon-toed and busted. You just said toed like an Australian. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, all that, and they're doing advanced. See, you never said I had to win. No, you don't. So yes. You just have to be able to get there. Yeah, we could do novice. I'm at novice. Oh. Okay, what's We're good, Flint. <laughs> elementary. But I mean, next year we have to we have to try and get to elementary by two years from now. Yeah, fine, done. I can do most of the elementary movements already. But I want to get a 65 before I move up. That's my goal. No, 70, make it. No, 70. I'm not a warm lead. You can do it. No. 65, 65 is a good score for a pony at EA. I could get 70 in HRC and E. Sure, I'll make that a goal. But 65 in EA at novice. The last time I went to Bernier, I mean, this horse probably rode... One of the worst attests of the ring that I had seen, sorry. Yeah. Um, and it was the lowest, like, out of, like, 30 or 40 riders, it was, like, the lowest, and they scored 70. Yeah, because it's a horse. I don't think you understand the difference between horses and ponies. We don't score well. I'm currently scoring 59. And that's pretty, like, if you look at the scorecard... He's almost always at 59. And he also won, at one point, <laughs> just things. Um, okay, yeah, 65, so, okay, cool. 65 is my goal. I think that's a good, perfectly fine goal to have for a pony. Yes. Glenn, do you want to get that bike? Do you need a time? Two years, because I want to, once I get 65, I want to go up. Okay, cool. So I'm going to give myself two years. Considering the last competition I went to, I retired three out of my four tests. I think I just need to check myself a little bit. 
you know, because I can do a lot of the movements for the next grade, but I don't think I should move up until I have a little bit more control of my speed. So is that the only current goal? For me? Mm. Yeah, because I'm really flying by the seat of my pants work-wise at the moment. So I was, I was thinking like, oh, I kind of want to be a pony specialist, which I've become anyways. Do I want to be riding horses more? Do I want to be coaching more people? I really like the variety of the two. I like, you know, riding a horse, coaching a person, riding another horse, coaching another two people. You know, that's a nice day for me. It's a nice... What's the difference between a goal and a challenge? Somebody else gives you a challenge. <laughs> but you can set challenges to yourself, surely. Really? I feel like I'm only challenged if somebody else gives me a challenge. Because it's like something challenge. you don't want to do, whereas a goal is something you do. Yeah, I feel right. like I, I get that from someone else. So like if my I personal, know, yep. we should have an I dare you segment. Ooh, that'd be fun. Like, well, it depends. Oh, I guess that could be terrible. It could. I think we should have an idea. Okay. We can make that this podcast if you guys want to give us like an idea you goal, like a challenge. Yeah. But and this we, is... we can complete it, whether it's like we have to go and do it or we do it like right here. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. But if you're giving us a challenge and you want it to happen right here, really remember that most of the people watching this are actually listening, not watching with their eyeballs yeah so if it's like i want you to make crazy hand signals like that's not, that's not gonna work but if it's like i'm not gonna give you bad ideas by the way no i'm not gonna go down that path but i mean technically like on radio they do dares and it's still just as funny to hear people like gag so you know but <laughs> no i'm i'm seeing easy easy vomiter so that that could be really bad it's like super easy for me to vomit. By the I way, went to my personal trainer today and then I came home and I was like, oh my god, it was too hard. But yeah. <laughs> the only reason that made me think about that, about challenges and goals and all of that, is because I know personally that you don't like jumping. Well, I mean, like, I, I used to jump very Like teaching it, you can teach it and mm -hmm. all of that. And I know you've had a bad experience. Is that potentially a goal or a challenge? get you to start I think better than me going jumping I think we should go to Avalon Park and I should have to climb up onto some of that shit and what down Avalon Park? oh my god <laughs> you don't know what Avalon Park is it's like a jungle gym for horses there are like bridges that swing and make sounds and there's like oh my god there's this box and they call it the water box it looks like a horse's nightmare it's a big box that's probably like two meters long and a meter wide. Yeah. And it's got water in it. Mm -hmm. And then it's got a piece of plywood with big, probably, I don't know, how big is that? It's like... Orange. Yeah, it's like the size of an orange. Mm -hmm. Like a big navel. And there's... Like not belly button. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a big orange, like navel orange. orange. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a, probably about ten of them in the piece of plywood that's on the top. So the piece of plywood floats, but when they step on it, all the water comes rushing through the holes. Oh, <laughs> is what yeah. horrid person came up with something like that? I know it's terrifying, is it not? It's <laughs> so terrifying. 
And then there's other cool things. There's like water that you can go in. And no, like, but the problem is like, what if you get to that? And you got to do all the other activities first. Yeah, but what if you get to that? Because that is something seriously extreme. Like yes. I would be scared of that. I, so like, what if you get to that and you get just like a foot and then you freak out and, and it just, you can't. There's lots of space around then the if it, No, but what if that doesn't, what if it causes a problem? It's like when you get to a jump and, and the horse stops and you're like, no, you have to. I don't care if you walk over it or you crash through it, you're going through it. Yeah, the mentality of Avalon Park is a lot more like, like work as a partnership don't flog them over it kind of stuff not flog but i mean you could spend six hours trying to get yours to walk over that and it's not gonna happen yeah don't do it i what i did is i brought horses up and then i put my foot on it and then i let them walk away okay because that was enough but it's to help you train horses to go through creeks okay so there's a job but i mean you need to go and do all the other activities first but the water box was from satan yeah okay but you're suggesting something that's not a challenge because you've already done it no i i just taught a pony club there i oh. haven't gone with my pony would you be scared yeah how scared because you're suggesting it so if you're suggesting it it can't be that scared. certain ones i would poop my pants trying to get out so on. you have to write a list of all the ones you're gonna poop your pants <laughs> on and they're the ones you have to how At many of one. them <laughs> yeah how many of them are there like there's like would, Poop your pants. Though. Okay, there's a swingy bridge. Yeah. That's scary. There's well, a that's super scary, yeah. Yeah, and it goes <laughs> when you go over it, it's like terrifying. Jeez, I didn't even know what horse I would take. But some of those ponies did it? Yeah. Yeah. But you go in in hand first. Yeah, yeah. And okay. show them all the stuff, right? Yeah. And then you can kind of get an idea of yeah. what they're gonna be. But some of them, there's like a narrow step up uh -huh. and then a step on top of a, a narrow thing. Yeah. And you got to walk them all the way down this thing, but and it's this high off the ground. Like they're trying to walk along, yeah. and some of them are just unco as heck. Okay, so how many of them would use packy ducks? Okay, so there's like poles that would be fine, and like a curtain that's fine, and a gate that's fine. Mm. That little bridge would I would probably seventy five percent poop myself. Okay, one. Um, I also would be really scared of going. There's like just a regular water. <laughs> Two? <laughs> just regular water. Yeah. Then there's like some stumps that you walk through. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's like a little hill with a box on top. Uh -huh. That's okay. Uh -huh. Because the box is kind of short. Yeah. And then there's um there's this long bridge mm -hmm. that is on rollers. And it's, <laughs> and it's this. The, it can roll this far. So like a foot for anybody in Canada or like 60 centimeters. So bigger than so a foot. So they step on it and it rolls. Basically. If they're really heavy. <laughs> yeah. So it'll roll a little bit, and when they step off, it rolls. Uh-huh. So it rolls, like, a little bit. And when they're on it, if they're like, whoa! <laughs> and it's this friggin' high. And this wide. So it's, like, it's, like, 70 centimeters off the ground, and it's, like, 80 centimeters wide. Uh-huh. Maybe a meter wide. Okay. So it's not very big. Okay. And it's very high. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready to step down off something like that. Okay. Getting up. Totally fine. I would shit myself going down. Okay. Three. No, I think we're at four because the water was scary. No, but you have to you have to attempt three. Whoa, no! Oh, but the water scary. box is also scary. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about all of them, but I'm talking like the scary ones. Don't don't tell me you're gonna walk through a curtain and, and that's it. They have to be the ones you're scared of. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> that's a, a try, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, are we going together? Yes. Okay, cool. That sounds like fun. You know
$5. This is not sponsored by them, by the way. I just think it's really cool. I've never heard of it, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like $25 for a Come and Try Day. That would be... Where is it? Avalon. No, no, no. It's, no, it's like right up the road. It's like 10 minutes away from my house. Oh. Yeah. Why do I know like about this? We could totally take, like, I could take two buses there. It'd be so good for them. Yes. That's Super amazing. Duper. Can yeah. you video it? Yeah. We totally need that. That'd be fun. It would. Put a little pony in When it? can we? Yeah. When, when do you want to go? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should have this conversation off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Glad you're still here with us. Um, <laughs> we should probably wrap that up. We're, we caught, we, we had, just set a couple of goals. Basically, our goals that we managed to set today were... What? Go to Avalon Park! Go to Avalon Park, which sounds a bit like the world's scariest theme park for horses. <laughs> and um, also that Red wants to score a 65 on her pony in EA. In two years. In two years. <laughs> I want to score... What do you think is a good score for, like, entrance? Like, I don't know what they call their grades in because I'm going to be joining HRCAV. I yep. want to do my first comps if I stay Dingley within together? six months next month next month uh, oh what, no it's the, the beginning of December there's a Dingley HRCAV comp that we're yeah going to. I'll be back okay yeah, yeah. so yeah um I want to score within the next it's hard because you can't really make it quantitative because you haven't taken her out at all yet yeah, and I also don't know if I'm still going to have her. Yeah, right. I could be on something else. So it, I guess it needs to be a goal just for myself. Yeah. Not for the horse because I don't know what horse I'll have. So if I say, like, what do you think is, because HRCV scores are right. different. So are we thinking 80? No. What? 70, 70 is still like a decent score. 75 is like a great score. Like you've. You're ready to point out. 75. I'm setting Ooh. it. Ooh, that's high. She's going all I'm up. I'm setting it. Yes. 75 in 75 on, in, in like my first set of competitions. By the time I finish my first set of competitions, we've got five. I think there's like quite a few set up for us the next two months, three months or whatever. Yeah. Three months that. is a tiny amount of time for you to get that. Well, by the way, goal. I haven't competed since I was 15, so... See, yeah, I feel like I'm being almost negative, but not. I'm like, it's just a big goal. You got this. I believe in you. It's a big goal. <laughs> See? And this is good because you were telling me that you like, just, yeah, well, well, it's good. You were honest just now. You were like, well, it's a big, big goal. goal. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to like go hard or go home. That's kind of how I am. I'm like, no. Maybe that's why you get discouraged so easily. Yeah. I set my bar so low that I just like hop over it and I'm like, yeah, and I won't be enthused because I'm like, well, if everyone's gonna get that, then what's the point? Because sometimes if I want to win. Start. Somewhere. I want to be better. Okay. I want to be the best. <laughs> uh, oh, oh! Uh, to anybody who listened to our very first podcast, I just want to let you know that the when we were talking about kids with parents that really drive them and parents that really don't. Yes. My parent that really doesn't drive mm -hmm. her kid came in reserve champ at interschool, so that's EA. Wow. At her, I don't know, it has to be the, they haven't gone out a whole lot. That mm. pony's only 
six or seven, and she's ten. That's awesome. And and then the kid that really she feel fulfilled from that personally. She was not just having the go-to because I would need to have the go-to the parents and all the friends. Go, oh my god, that's amazing! Everybody Whereas if did. I won the trophy and there was no one there to celebrate me, I just would like walk home with my head down. We all celebrated, obviously, yeah. for her, but. Her mom was like, you know what was great? He was so relaxed that whole time. Like, that was her... Oh, that takes you know? away from... That That takes... I feel like that that kind of comment would get me down. No, she was... Because that's the goal for them. Okay, to so that's good. To maintain relaxation. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I thought... See? See how my brain works, yeah. people? My brain, when you said that, automatically thought, well, that's that's... That's taking away from the rider. That's saying, well, that's why you won because the horse was quiet today. No, he was cheeky always. But she works on her relaxation all the time. And because she's put in so much hard yards, that pony was relaxed for her. Good. See, you know, that's I need it. to change my thinking. Straight away, I just Negative went. Yeah, straight away, I just went, oh, she's saying that the rider, like, you're lucky because the horse was good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. she worked hard for that pony to be good. And then. Parents that drive their kids, you know, she got champion that day. Awesome. You know, but I mean, I don't think that there wasn't enough between those two for me to say which one's better for parents. You know what? It happened to me growing up where I would come set, like, I was on a really difficult horse that mm -hmm. I had worked so hard in, and I'm talking like tears every single ride, falling off Ooh. every single ride. Ooh. And, um, my dad learned to tell me to just get back on and stop crying because yeah. that's what all my instructors said. Um, but I think, um, well, it's you, not me. It's me buzzing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I used to go into like local shows, like the ag shows, and do all the pony club rings. Yeah. And this horse was so hot that I had to arrive at the show. Like, I was one of the first people at that show to lunge my horse down into a lathering sweat before any other person got there and then hose him down and prep him and plat him up and everything because he was just an absolute nightmare. Wow. So then I was riding him in this pony club ring, and, I, and it was always between me and the other girl that I had lessons with that had been riding since she was three years old, um, was... You know, in a complete, she was riding, I think, grade one or two in, yeah, in Pony Club. Club, but we were in the same year level, so then, uh, I mean, we were the same age, so when it came to like shows and stuff, yeah. we had to compete together, and it was always me and her. Yeah. And she won, and I came second or yeah. reserve champ, you know? Yeah. And I did get the feedback that that was kind of better because I had so much, I worked. I put the work in and yeah. dealt with a lot harder things yeah. and fought harder. And that's not to say she didn't have her own battles. I don't know what she was battling. But from yeah. what it looked like, I had worked my butt off to get this yeah. versus someone who already had it. You know, yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's okay to come second because it's kind of like coming first if you know that you you've done all the work. Yeah. You know? All right, so, uh, yeah, at the end of this podcast, we were going to play the... Oh, we seven. had our first, um, first well, comment, I guess. Yeah, um, person recorded a question slash comment on 
on Anchor. So if you guys want to do that, you're more than welcome to. We would love your feedback and input. And even if you want to ask us a question or challenge us, I guess. Yeah, give us a dare. Tell us <laughs> to do silly things or give us a topic that's completely off topic because we like to do we're that, obviously. Crazy. I'm still stuck on the fact that you mentioned, speaking of rabbits, I saw a snake today. <laughs> so we're going to play that for you. Um, go for it. So thanks for leaving that comment. That's thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I think I think that being true to yourself is something that's coming out more and more in this podcast, and and being um, being kind of like supportive of the people around you, and at whether you're networking or just being a great skilled equestrian, that it's important for you I, to just be you. I also yeah, based on that, I mean, I guess it draws in like if you're true to yourself, then it's going to make your life easier because like I notice now um I I'm not really I don't make a lot of posts on Facebook, but I definitely stalk a lot on Facebook or or, or scroll. <laughs> I like the scroll. opposite. <laughs> yeah, I scroll a lot on Facebook, right? And I come across all these things um from horse people saying, "Oh, who can give me lessons? You know, I'm I'm nervous, I'm this, I'm that." And I always see Red's name posted. Red Curtis, she's the best teacher ever, blah, blah, blah. No joke, every single thing. And I'm thinking, wow, like, the, like every person, like, it's all right. You know, there's so many big names in the industry, you know, like, so many big names. And um, and I'm talking, like, a, when I say big names, not that Red's not a big name. She is, because I see her every single day about five <laughs> times on my Facebook page. But... Um, I'm talking big names as far as like Olympians and those types of things. We have access to these people, but these people are still suggesting red because it's true. You remain true to yourself and your beliefs and what you teach and what you specialize in. And people, because of that, you will then get the clients that you like to teach mm -hmm. or you know how to solve their problems. Therefore, it's like a, an endless snowball. Yeah. You know, you, you're not going to be coming across clients that are, you can't teach because you're not lying about what you're doing or, or who you are, you know. So I think it, it works. That, oh. that point about staying true to who you are and integrity and all of that, I think it works because then you're only inviting those types of people into your life. Validate me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that felt super great. Um, yeah, it having having other people, even like close friends. Um, oh, sorry, just one more thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm currently selling a horse, and I get contacted probably on a daily basis about <laughs> the horse, and 
quite often there's probably been about three or four people that have piped up and said, oh, I've heard about it through Red. Red and if Red said it's a good horse, then it's a good horse. Uh, <laughs> so and it is a good horse. It is a good horse, but it's what I mean horse. is these people trust you so much. Yeah. You know, and they know, they know who you are, what you sell, whether that's a horse or mm -hmm. um, the type of riding you do. So they know that if whatever you say, mm -hmm. they're going to, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like if yeah. I go to an Olympian for a show jumper and they tell me, oh, there's a good show jumping horse, then I know that it's going to be a good show jumping horse. Yeah. So if yeah. people are looking for a specific type of horse and Red says, hey, look at this horse, they know that it's suitable for yeah. them already. Yeah. So, you know. And, and also, um, for a lot of people, especially when if I'm referring a horse from you, because I know you and you, you're not going to give me any shit when you tell me what a horse is. Oh, are we going to do this whole like back and forth thing? I don't know, but you want some validation? But I mean, you, you look after your own name just as much as I do. Yeah. So I know if I say, if you come up to me, even if I haven't seen that horse go around, and you come up to me and say, this is this is this is this, this is what this horse is, this is what's bad about it, this is what's good, and I go, cool, I know eight people who that'll be interested in, bang, 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 and, and that's perfect. Mm. Because I trust your opinion of yourself and what you believe your worth is, mm. and you don't want to sell shit to people and then, you know. I'm like shrinking in my seat yeah, right now, like, so I don't so handle hell. like <laughs> compliments very well, so it makes me uncomfortable. But you're so good at what you do! <laughs> But that's, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We're going to post more questions. Make, give us a dare. I want a dare segment. Oh. We're wild enough and crazy enough. I think we can handle it. So <laughs> far, the dare is we're going, we've made each other a dare that we have to attack the, the Wobbly Bridge and the shock tank thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, contact Avalon Park. Call it the shark tank. Yes, because I called there's like this little thing around the stump star. I called that the wood pile, and I I just thought it was cute. But no, it's a wood pile and shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Thank okay. you. All right.